morning, everyone. Well, I don't know if it's morning for you. It's morning for me. Um, This is going to be a short episode for today. I didn't want to leave you hanging all the way to the end of the month. Um, We're still going to do the book study at the end of the month over the road, but it's not what I want to talk about this morning. This is, I'm doing a, a podcast from the back porch this morning. The sun's about to come up over the hills. It's nice and cool. It's a good morning. It's a pretty morning. Um, <clears throat> it's been a bad week this week. And I'm not one of those people that like to kind of put things on social media or out to the public so I'm not going to kind of name any names, but I had a a death of somebody who was close to me, who was very influential on my life. <clears throat> and so I thought I would just share some things for in, any people who are younger that listen to the podcast. Uh, something you need to understand about people who are influential to your development into a man or young woman, but I'm a man, so this is more geared towards young men. There's a debt that you owe, and I said this on Twitter this week, but nobody follows me on Twitter, but uh, there's this debt that you owe to the people from your childhood that shape you and kind of influence who you become as a young man and as an adult. And you don't really understand when you're young how serious that debt is. And you don't understand that it is a debt. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot this week. There's a responsibility of you that you owe to the dead, people that are gone. Uh, Because even though they're gone, the influence they had upon you is always going to be a part of you. And so you have this responsibility to be the best person or the man that you know they would want you to be. And I think it's self-evident that everyone knows that they're not as good as they could be. They're not, you know, they're not as strong as they could be. They're not as smart as they could be. They're not as good a father as they should be or a good as husband as they should be. And when you, when you fail to live up to that, you are not just failing yourself because a lot of people are okay with failing themselves. We don't, we like to think that we aren't, but as far as like uh, disappointing people, disappointing ourselves bothers us the least in my opinion. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that. I think those people should probably be a little more self-reflective But it is when you disappoint people that you love or respect, that is when you are the most affected 
by it. And so when somebody in that circle that you have that was influential on you, when they pass away, I think there's, as you mature, there is a, sorry, my dog's trying to crawl in my lap. This is why I don't sit on the porch. Go away. There's a, there's a feeling that you start to get as you mature. And that feeling is one of, along with that sadness and grief, a feeling of like, am I, am I the person that I should be? And for anybody who's honest, the answer is obviously no, we're never as good as we should be. And I think what everybody should do is understand that, accept that, and try to change it. You should try to be the best version of yourself that is possible to be. And that covers everything. I'm talking about physically you should you should strive to be as healthy and fit as you can possibly be you should strive to be as virtuous as you could possibly be as honest as you could possibly be as capable as you could possibly be and this sounds like almost a i don't know like a motivational speech and in a way i guess it is i'm trying to motivate myself as well as everyone out there to accomplish these things but motivation isn't going to get you there you can be as motivated as you want but that motivation fades because we're humans and every day you wake up your your human nature is going to pull you to be lazy and pull you towards you know away from your goals and towards comfort. And so what you have to embrace over motivation is discipline. You have to become more disciplined in your approach to life, whether that's to your, you know, to your workout routine, to your to your actual work, your job, to your family life. Anything that you try your hand at requires discipline. And I think a lot of older generational people inherently understand this in a way that younger generations don't. That's not really younger generations' fault. It's just a byproduct of life being way more convenient for us than it was for them. Discipline was more required in years past. And one of the great kind of tragedies of modern America is that discipline is not required to exist anymore. And in fact, if you're if you get really disciplined about stuff, it's almost a stigma because you're surrounded by so many people who are who've just embraced completely the world of comfort and fast food and television and distractions and smartphones, that when they see somebody that is being disciplined about shutting out the world and doing things that they know they ought to do 
rather than all the things that they're they want to do all those easy things the knee-jerk reaction is to kind of squint their eyes at that person and be a little angry that they are doing that i think and i don't think people mean to do that i think it's just a natural reaction when you it's it's jealousy to an extent but nobody would characterize it like that uh People always characterize that sort of stuff as like, oh, that person's a little crazy. That person's a little extreme, whether it come like whether it's working out or whether it's, you know, the way I talk about uh, homeschooling your kids and trying to insulate your kids from the influences of the modern world and pop culture. People think I'm nuts for saying that. And I think people think that. Because a little piece of them, or not all of them, but a lot of them, a little piece of them knows that I am right, at least to an extent, but facing up to that is going to make their life more difficult. That's going to mean they're going to have to face up to themselves, whether that's saying, you know what, I'm on my smartphone literally all the time and I never talk to my kids. People don't want to face up to that, but uh, you see it all the time. If you put your own smartphone down, leave it in your pocket, and look around yourself in a restaurant or in a public place, you're going to see all sorts of people, and I see this more and more in older people, that are just consumed in their phones and not interacting with the people around them. And the problem with that is for older people and even worse for younger people because of the kind of content that younger people are interacting with, it's all poison. All that stuff that you are kind of swimming in when you're on your smartphone and you're online, you're on social media, it's it's poison for the most part. Um, not all people are like that. Sometimes it's just somebody who has a very demanding job and they're always working on their phone. There's problems with that too, but that's not most people. But I think a lot of people understand that and they understand that they're guilty of it. And once you do, there's two decisions you can make. And the first one is to say, I need to become more disciplined and become a better version of humanity for myself and my family. And the other way people react to that is it's no big deal. Everybody does it. And the people who don't do it are just kind of crazy fringe, you know, weirdos. So which way do you want to go for, you know, for yourself? Do you want to be the person who just, who knows the truth, but doesn't want to face it? Or do you want to be the person who sees yourself in that reflection of your smartphone or looks at yourself in the mirror before taking a shower and realizes you're massively overweight and that that's a real problem? Do you want to be that person and and kind of turn your life around? Um, I think you should try to be the latter. And that's kind of... It's the whole point of the podcast this morning, I guess.
wasn't a very well thought out podcast. I was just drinking my coffee on the porch and thought I ought to do one. What else do you guys want to talk about? I can't really think of anything. It sure is a nice morning here on the creek. It's been a hot summer. It's been 100 degrees every single day, almost, for like the last three months. We've got a little rain. It's in the 80s. It's greening up a little bit. So things are looking up here on Camp Creek. <sighs> I guess that's where I'll leave you today. This is going to be very short, but uh, it's just a fill-in fill in episode until I have a time to sit down and do a full-blown uh, podcast, which will be over the road. And I don't know, I'll do that around the end of the month. And partially it kind of dovetails into what we've talked about in, in this one today. There's The road is all about kind of the responsibility of a father to his son. And hopefully you're reading it. I hope you are. If you're not, you should be. Do what you're supposed to do. I told you to read it. You ought to read it. I'll leave you with that. I'll see you next time. Thanks for your time.